Welcome to Wife This Morning, W-I-F-E, Walk in Faith Everyday Ministries. And you are listening to Dominique McGee. This morning, welcome to the Give God the Glory, Praise, and Worship Show. This morning, we have a piece from Eric Maurice Clark and Renee L. Clutchfield-Patterson from the heart. I just can't wait to hear, get into that praise right there. We have Jesus is always with me with Chad Howard and my latest single in the morning. Sure to bless your day, be encouraged, take care of each other's and get ready for the word this morning. As you get ready for the word this morning, give God a crazy praise, lift his name up and magnify him for you have another day of life today in Christ. Glory to God. Ruby Rob.
times when I was feeling low, no one to talk to, no other place to go. Then I remembered when my mama told me, look to Jesus, he's the greatest friend you need. I'm so glad that the Lord is in my life, all the little battles given to him to fight. All the joy he
to God for that amazing praise this morning. Thank you, Sister Renee L. Clutchfield-Patterson, baby. Thank you, Brother Chad, for that praise this morning. Give God the glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Welcome to Wife, W-I-F-E. 
E. Walk in Faith Everyday Ministries. And you are listening to Dominique McGee. Good morning, everyone. I pray that everyone has a blessed evening last night and has woken up by God's grace this morning. Today's message will be about godly couples. I want to touch about a couple that is briefly spoken on in the Word. Today, I will be touching them out of Acts 18, 1 through 4. And the couple's name is Aquila and Priscilla. They were great friends of Paul. But let's see how this started. Let's get into it. Chapter 18 of Acts. After these things, Paul departed from Athens and came to Corinth and found a certain Jew named Aquila, born on Pontius, lately came from Italy with his wife Priscilla, and caused that Claudius had commanded all Jews to depart from Rome and came unto them. And because he was of the same craft, he abided with them and wrote, For by their occupation, they were tent makers. And he reasoned in the synagogues every Sabbath and persuaded the Jews and the Greeks. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for that word. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray that you saturate us with your word, your spirit this morning, Lord. Allow us to receive thy word in our inner parts, Father God. Remove the wedge that will keep us from receiving thy word, Father God. Touch me that I may minister in truth, Lord. Father God, saturate me with your spirit and minister to me and through me. Father God, open every heart and every ear, Father God, and let them hear and receive your message today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, Priscilla was a woman who was was of foremost service. And it, it is so crazy that the word doesn't really mention too much of them. And they don't really bring us full details about who they are and what they really did. But Paul does describe them as his helpers in Christ. So let's get into the fact that these were two God-fearing, hard-working, active Christians. The word does not give details on Priscilla's background. Barely speaks on Aquila's. But him being from Pontius and they they were both Jews. And they were now being expelled by Claudius from Rome. Having to leave all that they have known behind. Being kicked out of your home. Because of who you are and what you believe. Now they're in Corinth. Priscilla and Aquila became great friends of Paul. In fact, they were the most distinguished among all fellow helpers in the cause of Christ. And nowhere in the text can we separate Aquila and Priscilla. Or Priscilla from Aquila. Why? Because they were spoken on as one. Their actions and their hearts were as in one. 
So the love that people had for Aquila, they shared for Priscilla. And the same for Priscilla, they shared for Aquila. A truly an amazing couple. Uh, Priscilla and Aquila labored together in the service of the church. They walked as one. And they have had a mutual agreement to put Christ first. See, here we have a couple who signed up for not just loving each other, but to put God first in their relationship, to put God first in their purpose in life, and putting works together and being in full service to Christ, being a full service to the works of the church. And we're speaking on this in the times where women had no business. They didn't have any dealings, really, at all. But naturally, as a man grows, he will teach the person closest to him. And the same as a woman. But see, the word just simply does not tell us enough of their background. There's many conjectures of who they were and who brought who to the faith first. But both of their names have a have a prestige distinguishment in Rome. But they're Jews, nonetheless, cast out of their homes, having to start over in a different land. They make custom tents, so they work with their hands, crafty with their hands, fully in the knowledge of the word of God. The old time knowledge. So for them to have full understanding, full wisdom and knowledge of the old time religion. They were up in age. Great people. Not too old, not too young, but great people. Not only did they fall in love with each other, but they fell in love with the mutual agreement that God is their foundation the leader of their life, who they will serve, who they will put first. And in doing so, it produce a mutual desire to put acts together in God's name. A mutual desire to do be of service in Christ. To be of service in the right name of Jesus. See, here we have an introduction to a go-hard godly couple. To Paul. This had to be something Paul was completely shocked about. Paul meets a go-hard godly couple right after the self. They share the same craft. They have such significant understanding of the word, wisdom, and knowledge in the word. And not only do they have knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, but they are full of acts. 
They are of service to God. They receive Paul as their own. And Paul was so astonished at the not, can you imagine the conversations and the prayer sessions and the meditation and the praise sessions went on between these three. Being able to work hand in hand with Priscilla and look at her and say she is a woman of God. Her understanding and knowledge of God's word is amazing. That is my sister in Christ. Brother Aquila is my brother in Christ. They they, they taught each other things. They developed a friendship, a relationship, a love for Paul. They welcomed him in, in their home. So firsthand, Paul is looking at a super go hard couple for God. And Paul loves them equally. There is no difference between the two. They move alike. They move in a unit. The heart is the same. The word is the same. They stand on the same principles. The same values. See, Priscilla is not confused by the role of her husband. And Aquila is not confused by the role of his wife. They know who they are to each other and they know who they are to God. And they do not let that get in the way. But instead, they compliment each other in every way. In every way, they compliment each other. It is beyond the love that we have for each other, baby. It's the love that we have for God. In this We want to think about our relationships. Is our relationship that we are building, the one that we love, are we building them in Christ? Are we getting the knowledge of God from them? Or are we giving it to them? Are we able to build in service to Christ with them not just do they feel good and they can give me some things from time to time or they can provide pretty children oh he makes cute children or he's very handsome or he has a nice job but is he a God fearing man she's pretty she has a nice body or she gives me this or she that but is she a God fearing woman What is she speaking into you when things are rough? What is he speaking into you when things get rough? What are you doing together? Is God the foundation of your relationship, of your home? See, in this, we learn the importance of building our relationship with God. Because when building our relationship with God, we move as a unit. No one is confused about their position or their role. 
Yes, things will get hard. Things will get tough. But the respect and the love takes you further. Because your relationship is built on the word. It's built on God. In the mighty name of Jesus. And the six references made of them in the word. Both were made equally matched. So this tells us that. Paul loved Aquila and Priscilla the same. Priscilla went just as hard for God as Aquila. And Aquila went just as hard for God as Priscilla. So they saw them as one unit. God says the man and the woman leave their family and become one. Two become one. You can't make, uh, uh, God didn't say two, three, and four became one. He said one and one together will make a whole. So if you put together in God's name, let no man turn it asunder. Right? What is put together in God's name can't nobody tear it down. Right? So, is your relationship being built on the godly way? See, I had to look at this couple and I had to thank God because I understood it. I got it. Because I was a woman that was steady building with the wrong man. I was trying to build it with alcohol, with drugs, with money, with every other thing than God. And when the storm came, the relationship blew up. It turned into an all-out survival battle. So instead of me going to God asking for a better relationship, I'm asking God to free me. Because I was trying to build it in the wrong way with the wrong one. But here, let's go back. In the mighty name of Jesus. Coming from a time where men were practicing superiority to women. But when we discuss Priscilla and Aquila, they are mentioned Together, they are never mentioned apart. Is there any significance to that? There are many conjectures as to why Priscilla was mentioned before Aquila, or why Aquila and Priscilla are mentioned on equal halves. Was he the believer first, or was she the believer first who converted who? Some say that she was more outgoing and more energetic. Some just say that her significance in the work of the word, not of the world, but of the word, was worth her mentioning. Not to take away from her husband any, but he has gotten such a gift from God because this woman goes so hard. Her knowledge and wisdom and understanding is amazing. Her works are undeniable. You can't stop her. Put them together 
Oh, you got to a T. This is what Paul is simply looking at. And they don't just have any kind of religion. They got that deep-rooted, old-school religion. They got a connection so strong, not only together, but with God. They're a unit. It's her, him, and God. And they move accordingly. And I sat back and I thought, I said, God, that's a godly relationship. What we say, this is my blessing from God. God has given me this man. This is who he has put me together with. Is it a godly relationship? A lot of us go through so much because it's not a godly relationship. We're not building it on godly things. It's either you're going to love the word or you're going to love the world. See, I had a love for the word, but I was lost in the world. It wasn't until I made a choice. I had some love for some people in the world that took me from the word. But when I weighed the difference, I had way more love for God and the word than I did for the world. So I had to make a life change. And the man that God gave me in that That's why I'm able to give you this message today, guys. God showed me that all them tears and all them years that he was building me and I'm praying and crying and carrying on for a godly relationship. Who am I supposed to belong to? Who? What am I supposed to be doing with my life? But whatever it is, this ain't it. Sometimes we claim Bad things as a blessing. God's not going to give you no foolishness. God's not going to give you anything or anyone to hurt you. Now, love hurts sometimes. You got to learn to stand the test of time. But what God has for you is for you. And what God has for you will not take you from him, but will bring you to him. And then this, you got to develop that love for not just each other, but for God and his word and his will for your lives. Building a future that you may flourish with him. See, the thing is, I I got to give it to you before I go on out. I got to tell y'all about this. But what I got with my fiance, I'm soon to be married in a little bit here. God knows I can't wait. (laughs) You know, we established that sexual attraction in the beginning. We went hard in the beginning. It got to the point. So when it came to the point where we got to make life changes, we understood. I looked at my husband. He said, don't even ask me because it's the right thing to do. If I got to keep my hands off you so I can get closer to God, then so be it because I love you. I looked at, like, once again, he, he agreed before me. And, and, and yeah, yeah, I am not going, I'm not going to lie. 
But I said, I get it because I got to get to a place with God that he's trying to take me. He's not just trying to take me. That's both of us. So in this, we sat down to build a better relationship with God, which brought about a better relationship between us. How we handle each other, how we talk to each other, what we say and do for and to each other. The unhealthy disappear. And, and, and doing this brought about a godly relationship. Because God is the foundation in the center of my house. He is the foundation in the center of my relationship. He is the leader of our lives. It gets hard. But we know that God put us together. And we know that we got purpose in God. So when I tell you this. Look at your relationships. If you love that woman, lead her to God. If you love that man, lead him to God. Get yourself in a place with God. Building a better relationship is building a better relationship with God. Because God knows the plans that he has for your life. He knows who he has for you. Don't claim foolishness and say that was a blessing from God and then get upset when it doesn't work out. When God wasn't nothing to do with the relationship, he wasn't nowhere in it. If it's for you, it's from God. Take that how you need to or how you want to. But I thank you. For listening to this message today. Just evaluate yourself. And your relationships. Bring them before God. If you want them to last. And you want them to. And you want them to make it. Bring them before God. Don't take it to the club. Don't take it to the strip club. Don't take it to your homeboy. Or your homegirl. Don't take it to the drugs. Don't take it to the bottle. Take it to God. Love gets hard, but building a solid foundation is incorporating God in your daily life. Allowing him to direct you, to correct you, to show you what is right and what is wrong. Take care of each other. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, this day, Lord, for your word, God. We ask that you touch us. Open our hearts, open our minds, God, that we may see where we're going wrong. Touch our relationships, Father God. Help us to build better and healthier relationships. Build stronger foundations in you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you for life today. Keep sickness at bay, Father God. Continue to guide us each day, Lord. We thank you for our loved ones. We thank you for another day to restart. We ask that you forgive us, Father God. We lead us out of the path of destruction in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. Amen. Father God, thank you. Hey, thank you once again for listening to WIFE 
Walk in Faith Everyday Ministries. And you are listening to Dominique McGee.